live across Australia on SEN Track. Giddy up with Gareth Hall. Welcome back to Giddy Up. I've got Bear Robertson on the line. Um, I'm just on the phone because I've got a few text messages coming through and they want to know what the inevitable is doing. And Bear, um, you're live on air at the moment. No one can hear you because I've got you on the phone. So are you going to the King Charles or the Turak? We need to know that, please. All right, then. Yep. Beautiful. Do you know what I would do if I was the racing manager of the inevitable? Can I tell you? Um, I would go to the Crystal Mile, all right, and then I would maybe go to the Champions Mile, but then I'd make sure that I would just freshen him up a little bit. I would go to WA for a railway, and then that million-dollar wait-for-age race called the Gold Rush over 1,400 metres would be right up his alley. Yep, Johnny Keys, we can look after him. Um, the the I think the flight goes to Perth. Straight after the, um, um, I think it's two weeks after that Flemington Carnival. So there you go. I think those are his two races. Anyway, Bear, I've got to go because Mickey Gannon's on the other end. I know he stuffed up your speed map the other day, but I'll say um, you can still send the invoice in the mail. Thank you. Bye. That was Bear Robertson. That was, see, I was live on air with him. The inevitable. So he's either going to the King Charles or the Turak, according to Bear. Hello to you, Mickey Gannon from the Great Tip Off. Good morning, G. Yeah, I think Turak's the best of the two options there by a long way. Uh, so hopefully they go that way, G. Yep. All right then, mate. Um, now, the tipsters of the week, there's been plenty of superstars along the journey. We've got um, Riley Morgan seeing them beautifully at the moment. Isn't he the boy from WA? Yeah, the WA racing expert came out on top last week, delivering an absolute clinic, strung uh, three winning days in a row. Profit of $2,520 for the week. Up you go, Riley Morgan, for 22 tips. Yep. Some pretty good work, Jay. He's doing a good job on the great tip-off, I mean, and also the racing.com and, and for Giddy Up. So well done to him. David, take it. He's still he's, he's tipping when it's for fun. He's making money on the tip, but he's still making my poor old producer, Michael Thompson, shout him dinner. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what, you know, ebbs and flows and tag, he's on fire. You know what, six winners from, from 10 uh, tips on Sunday, Sandown, Ballina and Cootamundra in Sundays as tag. They to really step up and be counted and he's done that. So uh, he's on fire, G, but I'll tell you what, not to be outdone yourself there in third, five tips you've lobbed in third place for SEN, just with okay. your five tips. Imagine if you tip more, you'd be right at the top. Well, hopefully you're recording my tip there at Swan Hill today. We'll, we'll pick that up. I'll yep. send it straight through to the boys. Beautiful. Now, the great tip-off tipsers of the week. Is that Luke Hovanessian that leads the way again? Yeah, you wouldn't believe it. $2,110 in profit all the way from Japan. He's uh, doing his form this week. He'll be back in the office next... Uh, on, sorry, on Wednesday. Uh, so hopefully the uh, bag of his punters, they'll, they'll get a bit of his work late in the week. But yeah, Luke's dominated there. Michael Manley as well. He's absolutely dominating second. And Mark Hunter in third, G. So good yep. to see... Uh, some of the more familiar faces dominating, and I must—I don't know what's happened. They must have left me off the board because I absolutely dominated on Saturday, and I've been broad not to be. Um, I can't work that out side. because you are the face of the great tip-off. We can subscribe to all of your work, and I've had a few mates that have done that lately, and they've been backing winners and getting the quaddies and having a wow of a time. So you just subscribe to Mickey Gannon with the great tip-off, um, but you've been dominating the weekend preview with DeanWatling.com, and 
um, battlers like me are making it into the top three, but surely you've had a better run than I have. So I can't work that quite out. Are you being modest? Yeah, perhaps writing an article myself. You don't want to put yourself in there, Jason. Well, you got to. You got to tell the truth. It's, it's not good. fair. Yeah, um, no, nah, well, it's all good. Maybe we'll play the trumpet of a few others, and it's uh, it's good to see everyone out there dominating. So that's the most important thing. If you want to see more, just go to thegreatsipoff.com. Do you search any uh, any of those leaderboards, and you better see who's flying, who's hot, who's not, and uh, away you go. Got about 45 seconds before we say goodbye. Espiona, can she win a, an Everest? No, she can't, but she'll be very, very modest run midfield. Yep. Uh, I think she's a run below. But, you know, as I heard at your interview earlier, it's not always about best winning chances. There could be... Um, most definitely uh, things down the Best track, deals, but, uh, yeah. breeding prospects and, and things like that that, that come to play. But uh, look, wise decision from Waller team because they know they know the horse and they know what they're doing. So they'll get their money back. Shinzo probably goes to the Coolmore slot. So Waller has two runners. Pride has two runners. Bjorn Bjorn Baker only has the one at the moment, and it looks like Gay Waterhouse might have, and Adrian Bott might have two runners with alcohol free, and also Y five O. So um. It'll, it'll be a big, big race. Always a pleasure, mate. Thanks for that, Mickey G. Good fun. Thanks, G. Thanks for your company on Giddy Up. You can subscribe to Giddy Up with Gareth Hall with your local podcast subscriber to hear all of the interviews. Have a wonderful day.